so the other day the crew and I were, were out <clears throat> reducing a, uh, a patch of bamboo and uh, I'm up there and I'm, I'm up at the top and I'm, I'm snipping away at it and I see the adult spotted lanternfly and my first initial thought besides oh well, holy crap there's a there's the adult spotted lanternfly and it's the day before August and that's right on course with what they said the life uh, the life cycle is around August the beginning of August the second stage of nymph the the red and white spotted nymphs start turning into adults and uh, grow their wings and all that good stuff so I see it and then uh taking a picture of it of course and a video of it and it flies away and of course I'm impressed by how how strong it can jump that they they, they absolutely suck at flying uh, without a wind you know the, the most I've seen them get was like a 15 foot clumsy kind of jump in I don't know they're terrible at flying but with a wind they can go they can go pretty far so I thought it was kind of odd because I never heard of them hanging out in bamboo or anything like that. So I figured, eh, probably, uh, probably flew in there from some other treetop. There was a, a walnut next to me and various other trees in the area. So I thought, ah, that's, that's probably going to be the only one I see. But I end up finding a whole handful of them in there from, um, adults to, uh, the red and white spot one. So the, the second nymph stage. So that was kind of interesting to me because, you know, something I haven't heard of. It's something I didn't see ever before, but no one really climbs to the top of bamboo. So unless you're in a bucket like I was yesterday, you weren't really going to notice it. But it was tall, so it and it provided shelter and thick shelter. So it did make sense to me. But uh, so we were in Hilltown and Hilltown's already had reports of them. Uh, being in there, and it's part of the quarantine, the extended quarantine zone, uh, dropping down out of the Allentown and Lehigh Valley area, um, and I'm sure this quarantine zone, uh, after the summer of 2018, the summer that we're in right now, will be extended probably, um, my guess it's probably going to be extended down into the Solberry Bucks County area, I'm pretty sure we're going to find them, um, in that area of Bucks County, so it'll it'll for sure expand, and of course people have been reporting them all the way down into southern Bucks County, but no one's ever taken a picture of it or had hardcore proof of it, so um, until they do that, they're not going to say that it's a definite, but it it brings up the, the conversation of when I speak with people about the spotted lanternfly, and they ask, well, you know, why should I be concerned about this bug besides the fact that it's invasive and there's a lot of them? Um, and of course, uh, because I'm a tree guy, they always go straight to the trees. And you know, um, there's plenty of reports out there that say you know they that they're uh, well. Yesterday, I seen one um, out of New Jersey because New Jersey and Mercer County they're now saying that they've uh, for sure spotted them and they've collected them so they have them over there and they they titled the article uh 
not not quote it from this, but basically what they titled the article uh, was uh, "New Invasive sp- uh, Spotting of a Spotted Lanternfly in Mercer County," and something to the nature of uh, "Tree Destroyer or Tree Killer." And I thought that was a bit extreme because it does cause uh, damage to a tree, um, especially your fruit trees. Basically, what they'll do is they'll take their uh, their feeding part and they'll feed in, into you know the the bark of a tree and they extrude a sugary product and that product be, uh, grows uh, sooty mold and that sooty mold attracts other insects and it kind of continues the line. Um, but that happens a lot with other insects as well and it happens all the time to trees and it's happened since the beginning of time to trees so that in and of itself unless it the it's a smaller tree and it's under heavy heavy infestation of the spotted lanternfly which every once in a while you do see you do see um what looks like the trunk of a tree moving because there's so many adults on the tree and they're all walking around and it looks like the uh, the actual tree bark um, is is moving around. So in that case, I can agree that, yeah, you could have a major problem with um, a tree if they're feeding on it and it's attracting or in, uh, it's growing sooty mold and attracting other insects that can uh, come along. But what people... I, this is why I try not to go too overboard with the whole it's going to kill a tree. Um, when you have other insects on your trees um, being attracted by one thing or another, in this case sooty mold, those insects that could be quote-unquote bad will also attract good bugs, the predatorial bugs. So you very may have something, but you very may or also may have um, predatorial bugs that are going to naturally take care of it. Now, of course, you don't want the uh, spotted lanternfly really eating into or sucking into any of your uh, your tree bark and, and causing any of that type of damage. But like I said, unless it's a massive infestation, I have yet to actually hear of the uh, spotted lanternfly killing a tree. Um, how I, I guess they've said that they have seen it uh, where they've they've killed off killed off an Atlantis tree. But quite honestly, that'd be like me worrying yesterday that they were going to kill off the bamboo. Like, go right ahead, talk about something that is just going to come back in full force anyway. So not really concerned about losing all the Atlantis trees in the area and not very concerned about never seeing bamboo again because it's just not going to happen. So why why do I tell people to be concerned about the spotted lanternfly then? One sec, I got to take a drink of coffee here. It's quite early in the morning and it's still piping hot. So why do I why do I say let's be concerned in Bucks County, and for that matter, um, for it spreading to other regions in the country? Um, 
mainly because of Bucks County and for that matter uh, parts of New Jersey and New York State having large amounts of vineyards in the area. So most people never think about that and they think, well, alright, so wine may become a little bit more expensive. Wine's already more, you know, it can already be expensive, not that big of a deal. Well, it's not so much that, oh, we're just going to be more expensive. It's what that expense and what that damage does uh, on a larger scale to the economy. Or if you want to think about it the way that I think about it with business on a micro scale, just at the vineyards themselves, there there's people that work there. So if the spotted lanternfly, let's say, wipes out a good portion of their crop, well, that's not, that's less money that they're going to make that season. Less money means you know less money for raises or less money for bonuses or less money to outfit the company with the newest and latest greatest revolutionary thing that's going to draw in more money, which will help employ more people or. Like I said, give those give those much desired raises to uh, the employees, which they may, you know, or bonuses which they may uh, rely on. Um, so it, it does have a trickle down effect, and in parts of the other of the rest of the world uh, where spotted lanternfly has been around for a while, they've destroyed whole um, whole crops of uh, of vineyards. So, the other day I was out at a vineyard picking up a bottle of, uh, of uh, sangria for my wife, and I asked him, hey, have you had any spottings of the spotted lanternfly? And he said, no, thank God, not yet. Um, and he, we were talking, and one of the things that stuck in my mind was, he said, you know, I really, I really fear that bug showing up. I have 20,000 crops out there in that field. And what am I going to do? And it's a legitimate concern. I mean, you know, we're trying to find a biological means of controlling these things, uh, finding predatorial insects that will um, attack them successfully at mass or at scale. But when you have, you know, as many egg masses as these things um, produce and with each egg mass you have anywhere from like 30 to 60 um, spotted lanternfly coming out of it that will reproduce once again it's hard very hard to combat something like that when they reproduce faster than the predator the predators can reproduce or they reproduce faster than the predators are going to eat get yourself a problem so that you know the, these vineyards, um, they're they're massively concerned, um, and and the thing that uh, the other thing that kind of bothers me about this is that people have become very very complacent with bad news. I guess you could say. I mean, no matter anytime you turn on the TV or the radio, uh, which I find myself keeping off more and more and more in my life. It's always the shock value type of news. So, of course, when you have something like this come into an area and you have your 
um, your local horticultural industry throwing out their warnings about it saying, hey, this is, this is a sincere issue. This is something that we all should worry about. People look at it and go, it's a bug. I don't care. I'm, I, you know, I'm not spending my day in a garden or in fruit trees or in a vineyard. You know, I'm more concerned about the numbers and the stocks and, you know, other things. Um, my children, you know, some things are granted, should be children. Uh, I'm not downplaying that. But, you know, we, we all have our other priorities. And, you know, complicated with the fact that every news media, like I said, likes to shock value every news story. When you finally hear a news story like this, you, you don't even think anything of it. It's so easily dismissed in your mind so it's tough to uh, to convey the message of what what it can possibly do to a local economy and then on top of that I had a uh, the first time I ever posted on this on my Facebook page I had a local fruit tree farmer Respond back with just a comment, and I don't think he was being uh, massively negative towards or trying to be negative or mean or anything like that. But his comment um, basically stated that, you know, I'm not concerned about this in any way. It's not like you know, it's just another, it's just another thing that my fruit trees have to try to combat, and I have other priorities. Yes, you have other priorities, but let's flip the script. Let's say that the vineyards have some invasive species come in that doesn't really necessarily have a massively bad effect on their crop. It feeds on it a little bit. It does a little bit of damage, but it doesn't do enough that they're like, well, we're going to lose, you know, let's say all those 20,000 crops. Um, But that invasive species does travel from that crop and they like to to seek out fruit trees and they do destroy the fruit trees now wouldn't you want that vineyard to take that serious because now that vineyard who might be right down the street from you has a direct effect on your pocket your business and your way of life that's where the the cycle comes in of you can't be dismissive about these types of issues you know one hand helps feed the other type deal so like I said, I, I did find them in Hilltown um, yesterday in Bamboo, which was odd. Um, they do have a list of trees that they do like to frequent and uh, <clears throat> feed on. Um, and, you know, a short list of that would be your maples, your ashes, your fruit trees, um, the Atlantis tree. Now, the, the big part about all that is, as far as we know right now, to complete the life cycle they need to find an Atlantis tree. Um, and I, I, for the life of me, I don't know why. I, um, maybe I just haven't found the, uh, the readings on why they need the Atlantis tree to finish their cycle. But they need an Atlantis tree to finish this, the life cycle to complete that whole circle. So I know that they're still they're still researching. They're still trying to figure out if other trees will complete the life cycle, or if it's just the Atlantis. But I know in Bucks County and neighboring county regions, the um, for Pennsylvania anyway, uh, Pennsylvania put seventeen point five um, million 
dollars, I think it is, into combating this bug. And one of their big drives and initiatives is to uh, is to remove Atlantis tree stands on different properties and leave certain target trees. I believe it's the female tree to um, like one or two of them toward you know for every so many acres. This way they can then go and treat that tree with uh, systemic or a spray or however they're going to most likely a systemic um, to kill off the population but again like you know well if they're laying the eggs on the Atlantis tree and those are those are just flying away somewhere else you're only going to get so many of them they're not all staying so how successful it will be, I don't know. Normally, we're always playing defense on these things. And in this case, uh, it's not really any different. Uh, the rest of the world, that where these um, where these spotted lanternflies are, they're still trying to figure it out. Asia is on a real big push and initiative um, to figure out a biological control. Uh, they're trying to figure out what insects can, can do it. They're trying to figure out if they can breed insects or evolve insects to attack these things, which that's always a uh, interesting topic in and of itself. Because when you humanly genetic uh, an insect to feed on another insect, usually in one way or another, you're causing yourself another problem down the road. So you're kind of uh, you're kind of chopping off the nose to spite the face type deal. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But they are making their move. Like I said, for sure, they are moving further south in mass. And I don't foresee it changing. And I see in the next five to ten years, our vineyards having a big problem on their hands. We'll see how uh, how it plays out for sure. But if you do spot any spot at Lanternfly, um, there is a email that you can go to and leave a photo and you know the location of where you found it I think it's badbug.com or badbugpa.com I don't know it's badbug something in Pennsylvania um, and you go on there you just leave an email and if you have a picture of it you leave a picture or if you have a you took a video of it leave the video file attached to it with the address your name and uh, date of when you found it and where you found it and they'll uh, they'll use that to track the bug movement so we should say uh, like I said though I suspect that I'll see it in uh, Solberry Township this summer or late uh, late summer we'll see how many t- how many uh, how, how much of a population I'll find though so if, uh, if you don't know what the spotted lanternfly looks like, though, you can easily go on to uh, either Arborish Gym on Facebook. That's my uh, Facebook page. Or you can go on to Clouds and Dirt on Instagram. That's my Instagram page, Clouds and Dirt. And I have some photos of it there. I got the video of it from the other day, so that's kind of cool. And you can check that out familiarize yourself with it that's gonna do it for this today for this uh, podcast today 
as I'm trying to wake up and do my morning drive into work. And today's a tougher day of waking up. Have a good one, guys. Be safe.